I told you it was emergency podcast season. Yes, two episodes in the feed on the same day. That is not a mistake. On Tuesday morning, Greg Marshall and Wichita State announced jointly that Marshall would be resigning from the university effective immediately. And for doing so, the university will pay him almost $8 million. Big breaking but unsurprising news earlier today. Wichita State and Greg Marshall have indeed parted ways. Greg Marshall has resigned but gets a big buyout. Norlander, you wrote the headline for CBSSports.com. Tell the people what they need to know. Yeah, so this was expected that they were going to sever ties. Um, It came a couple days later than I think was the anticipated timeline. The headline associated with the fact that he is resigning is the fact that Marshall and his lawyers settled for $7.75 million coming into his bank account for the next six years uh, as terms of this split. Now, Parrish, before we get into a couple details and what I've learned about this, um, understanding that Marshall had a seven-year rolling contract that meant it renewed with the, with the start of every fiscal year, Marshall's contact continually renewed. It always was at seven years. Understanding that understanding that he would have had language in his contract that would have uh, forced uh, a significant buyout um, if they were going to fire him for cause, Uh, understanding that clearly he was effectively proven to have punched one of his players, choked one of his assistants, verbally abused plenty of other people inside and outside the program, Um, and I say effectively proven because if it wasn't true, then this wouldn't be happening. So with all of that uh, out there, how bad of a look do you think it is for – not just Wichita State, but maybe the college coaching complex, the coaching industry, college athletics, regardless of the of the legal stuff that went into this, the fact that we can have Marshall accused of what he was accused of, but he gets to walk away and gets paid $7.75 million to do so. It's only a bad look if you don't understand how these things work. I, I'm confident Wichita State didn't want to give Greg Marshall $8 million to go away. But if you would have tried to fire him for cause, he would have sued you immediately. And who knows where that goes? You could end up losing a lawsuit. And then if it's seven years rolling, I believe that would put his contract in excess of $23 million. So you could lose a lawsuit and end up having to play, pay $23 million, more than that, or just get out of it for nearly $8 million right now. Plus, you end up in court. That's a lot of depositions and a lot of uncomfortable questions or possibly uncomfortable questions start getting asked who knew what when Mm -hmm. did nobody really know about this back in 2015 16 17 if you knew about it and you kept him then why are you trying to fire him in 2020 i don't know who would have won a lawsuit i just know that there would have been a lawsuit and clearly somebody smarter than me and smarter than you advised wichita state the smartest thing you can do right now is reach a number that makes all of this go away, ends it, and everybody moves on. Because, again, even if you win a lawsuit, you're in a court battle that creates headlines that you probably don't want, creates bills that you probably don't want, and then if you lose it, now you got a real mess on your hands. This is just a, the easiest way out for everybody. Perhaps they could have got it done for $6 million as opposed to nearly eight. I don't know. It's not my money. I also don't care. But this was always, once we knew this is going to end, this was always the way it was going to end. 
So a couple things are true at the same time here. It's undeniably horrendous for college sports that this is the headline and he gets paid $7.75 million to walk away. This is going to stick to Wichita State for a long time, and this will kind of permanently be attached to Greg Marshall just as much as making a Final Four and, and taking the team to an undefeated run in the regular season 2014. You got paid $7.75 million for punching a kid. That is going to stick to Greg Marshall. Now, what you're hitting on here is accurate. I think at the end of the day, the university determined that doing this would eliminate the headlines. It might have been a cost-benefit analysis, which, you know, I understand the people that will hear this, see this story, and think it's just completely gross that this happened. But this is what lawyers do, and this is big-time college athletics. It's essentially professional athletics at this point. And the university obviously thought that this was going to be the cheaper way to do it, and it did not want to have to battle because I'm, I have no doubt that Marshall's lawyers, in talking to the university's legal representation, said, were going to say, uh, some of this stuff was clearly known, discussed, talked about uh, through you know people in the athletic department on the team, players, and the university, the athletic d- director, former president, you did nothing. So if you think you really can fire us for cause, here's why we're going to present to you a case that you knew about this before and didn't fire for cause, but now you're only doing it now. Can you back that up? I did have a source tell me that the university went to Greg Marshall last week and said, we want you to resign by the end of the week and our offer is $2 million. Greg Marshall said, there's no way in hell I'm leaving for $2 million. No. And so then the question became, would they fire him or not? Clearly, the lawyers went to town over the weekend to make this work. They made it work. $7.75 million. He goes away. And now Wichita State is going to have Isaac Brown step in and be the interim head coach for the Shockers. He was the assistant who had been running the practices over uh, over the past week or so when Marshall had been away from practice. And let's be real, that's when we knew the writing was for sure on the wall there. But um, yeah, I think, it's a, I think it's a bad look for Marshall. It's a bad look for Wichita State. But now they finally split and sever ties. Um, do you think Greg Marshall, he's 57, Do you th- he's getting paid handsomely for the next six years if he wants it. Do you think he ever coaches basketball again? Maybe, but I would perhaps bet against it. You know, I know he really enjoys his life away from basketball. Um, and now you've got all this money. I mean, keep in mind, he's been making $3 million a year for several years now, and he's getting $8 million to just not do anything. Um, so I don't know that he has any real motivation to coach again, unless he just wants to not have his story in this way. But even if he does want to coach again, it, it becomes a tough hire. You know, I mean, he is it, perhaps Wichita State's investigation is never made public, but quite clearly they have found the allegation, the most serious allegations that he a punched a player and b choked an assistant coach they have found those to be true and are you do you want to be the school that hires a guy that was forced to resign despite being incredibly successful forced to resign for punching a player i mean maybe somebody will but i I don't know that i'd want to be that school we will never say never right right? you and i I never say never never say never but a couple things marshall has previously told me that he is not a coaching lifer uh, he has previously told me he didn't see himself coaching beyond the age of 65. By the way, let me stop there. They all say that, and they they all almost none of them mean it. I, I, well, you, you know who once told me it and meant it? Rick Bird. 
Rick Bird. <laughs> Rick Bird got out. He could still have Belmont cruising. Just so you know, sometimes it does. I know what you. I know what you're saying. There occasionally is the coach who means it. Um, that's a lot of money. And Bomani Jones brought up a good point on Twitter earlier on Tuesday. That is accurate in my estimation because someone was basically saying, "Can't wait to see what small school hires him in two or three years or whatever." Um, he brought up the fact that Marshall, it took him longer than expected to get out of Winthrop, and then he never left Wichita State, in part because he kept getting good raises and really good contracts that helped him, but also because, as we've mentioned before, although he would have gone to Alabama, I mean, he had the option, but he chose not to. That was his choice, not Alabama's, but there were other big jobs that didn't chase him. Um, Bomani was saying uh, Greg Marshall is not going to be, he doesn't expect that Greg Marshall's ego would be willing to have him step down and coach at, you know, the big South level again, the Southland, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. I do think there is something to that. And this is a handsome payout there. Never say never, but that combined with his age, combined with um, where he had brought the program, not convinced that he's going to want to return to coaching uh, in the end there. And, 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 and there's a decent chance I would lean more, that he's never going to coach again, then he will coach again, but never say never. Do you think, because for those who haven't followed the story closely, I believe at this point, Greg Marshall has released two statements. The first one did not address the specific allegations. It just sort of said, hey, I'm not for everybody, but I love my players. The second statement did emphatically and definitively deny ever physic getting physical with a player or a staff member. In other words, he just flat said what Shaq Morris and at least seven other people on or off the record have said happened did not happen. Clearly, that approach did not work. He no longer is Wichita State's coach. Do you think if he would have acknowledged wrongdoing, apologized, seeked help, he could have survived this? If he would have really gone into this with... uh begging on his hands and knees, maybe there's a chance there. But I want to be clear, the reporting of Jeff Goodman prompted this, and that reporting started back in April. That eventually led to Wichita State, uh, you know, needing to have an outside firm conduct an investigation. And then The Athletic also began reporting this. And so that's why we are here, is because of investigative journalism with all this. And I think there's a lot of Wichita State fans who have their their head on their shoulders screwed on the right way and understand that this is how it needed to end. There's a lot of Wichita State fans that are still delusional that think that um, regardless of Jeff Goodman's uh, opinion on Greg Marshall as a human being that think that the reporting shouldn't be justified because of the relationship between the two. That is so immaterial. It does not matter. These things happen. They should have been reported. Greg Marshall deserves to be removed from his post for punching one of his players. This should not be a debatable thing. Sometimes I wonder if fan bases really stop to think about what's actually happening here. Okay? This is just gross misconduct. Should not happen. By the way, this was Marshall's statement, technically his third one, which came in the release on Tuesday. He said, this was a difficult decision, but one I feel was necessary for my family, the university, and most importantly, the student-athletes. I remain grateful for my years spent at Wichita State. I wish to thank the coaches, student-athletes, the university, the community, and all of Shocker Nation for their unending dedication, support, and loyalty. I'm incredibly proud of this, pro- this men's basketball program and all it has achieved 
for the past 14 years, and I am confident of its continued success. I got a few kind of perspectives on the ground, Parish, in recent weeks about how things were going on there. And, uh, you know, one person in particular did tell me, like, a lot of the people in Wichita, they don't care that this happened with Marshall. They want him to be their coach. They've never been so relevant, so, you know, top top 40 program in the sport, make a final four, still chasing, you know, American athletic conference, uh, championships, at least chasing them. And Marshall's the guy to do it, but it's time to move on. And you're going to have an interesting, weird season ahead. The team probably won't be that good, but maybe you won't have guys transferring out of your program in batches of three, five or six anymore. Maybe you'll be able to bring in a coach that can continue sustaining the success of Wichita State going forward and not have to worry about whether your head coach is being overly verbally abusive or straight up hitting one of his players. I think Wichita State is going to be in a better spot going forward. Marshall was a terrific coach in getting results. He clearly had his faults. He was coming from a time and a coaching style that is not acceptable and shouldn't be acceptable anymore. It's time to cut, to cut ties with this kind of approach. You cannot be dropping these vulgar obscenities, these racially tinged epithets. It cannot happen. So this is the way it was always going to end. To circle back to your question, if he had truly taken responsibility in full from the start of this, I think there might have been a chance for him to suffer a lengthy suspension and keep his job. He chose to dug his heels in. Once he did that, once he went on the record and denied ever physically abusing a player, and then those players then spoke with the investigators and backed up the account, he was done. Uh, real quick on the Jeff Goodman stuff. Like, I, I'll... I'll get in on the Goodman jokes whenever you want to. But like the truth is he did really good, you know, work here. Like he, he got people to talk and he ended up doing the reporting that um, exposed a coach and ultimately led to his resignation. And I, I'm not going to pretend that Jeff and Greg were ever best friends, but I also don't believe that they were sworn enemies. I mean, like last year in Augusta, Georgia, one afternoon, Guess who had lunch together? Me, Greg Marshall, and Jeff Goodman. And, like, again, I don't think they're best friends, but they were capable of sitting at a table and having lunch together with me being, you know, right there with them. So, um, I, listen, I, you know, I'll let Goodman fight his own fights, but, you know, the, the story was there. He didn't – whatever his motivation might have been – the story was there. He didn't make up a story. Yeah. The story was there. He got the story, and now here we are. Um, you make a point because I had had somebody say the same thing to me who's familiar with that Wichita State program and the community say the same thing to me that they said to you, which is like the fans don't care about this. They just want to be awesome at basketball, and Greg Marshall is the best thing that can make them awesome at basketball. And that's why I wonder if he would have taken a different approach, if he could have survived this. Um, we know what he said, and I'll get to that in a moment. But what he could have maybe said is, listen, um, there was an incident in a practice back in 2015. It did involve me and it did involve Shaq Morris. Now, is it, did it go down as it sounds to some? No. It's not like I was just throwing haymakers at Shaq Morris. So when people say I punched a player, it, it you know, it, it, it that has a certain visual that doesn't line up with reality. We were in practice. It was an intense practice. I was trying to get the most out of my team. And I saw Shaq Morris take what I believe to be a cheap shot at one of my players. 
and my player looked hurt and I had, and I lost it for a minute. That's the truth. And I did run up on him and I did make contact with him. Um, it wasn't like a punch. I didn't knock out anybody's tooth or bust a nose or create a black eye, but did I do something I shouldn't have done? Absolutely. I apologized for it. And I've regretted it every day since. And I had no idea this was ever going to come back up and put me in this situation. But ask anybody in my program and they'll tell you nothing like that has happened since. Nothing. Now, you can ask everybody who was there that day and they will tell you what happened. And I would encourage you to talk to them and get the, get the best accurate version you can get. But then also ask anybody else who's been in my program whether anything like that has ever happened again. And they will tell you no because it hasn't. I have learned from my mistake. And though I haven't uh, sought professional help for what I now know are clear anger issues, I am planning to do that. And so if you stand by me here as a community and a university, uh, you're not only going to continue to have one of the very best basketball programs in America, you're going to have a better basketball coach than you've ever had because I'm going to be a better version of myself than I've ever been. And then suspend him for a few games, put him in counseling, have somebody from the athletic department monitor practices. I think maybe he could survive that because I don't want to speak for all of the fans, but there is a contingency, uh, a, a, a pretty good percentage of the fan base that would be happy to continue with Greg Marshall as the coach. Where I think he made a misstep is by not doing what I just explained and instead emphatically denying that it happened. Just flat saying, I have never gotten physical with a player or a staff member because he already had seven, eight, nine different people saying that he did it on the record and off the record. And once you flat deny instead of tell the best version of the story you can and apologize, once you flat deny, you put your athletic director, your administration in an impossible situation because they can't keep you when the investigation shows that you did what you're accused of doing and now you're publicly lying about it. In other words, Wichita State tries to stand by Greg Marshall. Now, eventually it will come out. Some former player will go on the record or that investigation will be made public. It'll come out that the athletic director, the president, anybody else was told by ABCD that Greg Marshall did, in fact, do these things. Greg Marshall denied it, lied about it, and they kept him anyway. That's impossible. You cannot do that if you're Wichita State. So once Greg flat denied it, I thought this was the day we were going to reach. I will forever wonder if he would have taken a different approach, the approach I proposed, if he could still be Wichita State's head coach. Yeah, um, that's well said. Uh, last thing for me uh, before we wrap up, uh, the the curiosity will now be who replaces Marshall. Isaac Brown's going to get his chance. We'll see about that. There's also general curiosity of Darren Boatwright, the current athletic director, will indeed be the athletic director when it comes time to hire the next coach. That remains to be seen. Wichita State doesn't even have a president, uh, a full-time president at the moment, so it has to hire a new president and then that president will have to decide if it's going to just start over entirely with the coach and with an athletic director, so keep that in mind. Um, John Beeline is a name that you will hear attached to it. I still don't think that's going to happen. I, I would love to be wrong. I will say this. Marshall had so many money people behind him 
in the greater Wichita community that this is going to dry up the coffers to a certain extent. The next coach, unless it's John Beeline, is not going to make more than $3 million. It's not going to make more than $2 million a year to coach in Wichita State, in my opinion. There's going to become a $1.5 to $1.8 million annual job, and the pandemic will also force that to be true. A few names, again, this is early. we got to see what happens this season and how these things progress. We, you know, This won't even become a thing until March, so if... If Brown uh, doesn't become the guy, he's the interim right now, um, I think sitting head coaches in good mid-major programs would be the candidates here. I don't know if you'd hire an assistant. Um, I think Matt McMahon at Murray State. I think Ben Jacobson at Northern Iowa. I think Craig Smith at Utah State. Those are three names that I think would be logical to pursue and just see if they'd be willing to leave their smaller conferences, smaller programs, and go to Wichita State. There's one more name that will be attached to it because he is interested in taking the job. Adrian Griffin, former NBA player, played at Seton Hall, grew up in Wichita, Kansas. He's an assistant with the Toronto Raptors. He is interested in this job, and so that is another name to consider, and it's a name that I think... Uh, the shocker faithful might be enthusiastic about. So those th- that's my initial n- list, if you will. Anyone else that you'd add onto the pile there, Parrish? Well, on Adrian Griffin, like you, you hire him, his son – youngest son is a five-star prospect class of 2021 who is currently committed to Duke but like if you told me you could get him to flip the Wichita State that would make me consider I don't know if that would even be possible but uh, one of the possibilities you just named has a son who is a probable one-and-done prospect in the class of 2021 five-star guy headed to Duke if you could hire the dad get the kid that's a nice combination Uh, one other name I I would throw out is Steve Prome um, he's obviously got a great job right now at Iowa State in the Big 12, but we don't have to lie to each other. Um, it's been rough the past three years. Finished 10th in 2018, 5th 2019. That was fine. Went to the NCAA tournament. Finished 9th in the league last season. They're not expected to be too great this season. League's hard. Maybe Steve Prome is looking for an escape hatch. And the Wichita State Athletic Director, Darren Boatwright, is a Murray State graduate who worked at Murray State at the same time Steve Prome was on staff at Murray State. So they have a relationship. And I just had somebody in coaching circles say, keep an eye on that one too. Um, you know, Steve Prome, if Iowa State isn't, I don't know, up to the fan base's standards or administration standards this season, Steve could be looking for, uh, you know, a bounce fresh start. And rather than show up on all the hot seat lists going into next season. And given that he has a relationship with the Wichita State Athletic Director, perhaps he could land at Wichita State. That's an interesting one and certainly to consider. I wouldn't expect us to have an update on this until, you know, mid to late February at the earliest. But this was the other piece of big news. Couple of emergency podcasts for you. Uh, GP, I hope we're done for the week. Can we please be done for the week with these emergency pods? I have to be done for the week. I'm about to fall apart. I'm on the verge of falling apart. It's NBA draft week. My wife is battling COVID. She is isolated. And I, all of my, me and the rest of my family are in quarantine, which means I'm in charge of three kids, but one of them 17, so he can handle himself. But the other one's six and four. And like, I'm not even exaggerating. They could, 
they could be doing anything right now. You really want the, you could use a 7.75 million buyout right now, couldn't you? I could use a $7.75 million buyout that I would then hire, use to hire a COVID-proof nanny, three of them preferably. I could really use a COVID-proof nanny right now. <laughs> I hear you. All right. Uh, do you get, know where I can get a COVID-proof uh, nanny? I can't help you. Maybe the listeners can. Let's get out of here. Shouts to Devin Downey. Shouts to Chester, South Carolina. Shouts to Terry M.F. and Teagle. Legend. Shouts to Larnell. Thank you guys for listening to the Ion College Basketball Podcast. Once again, in the middle of the dumbest pandemic of my entire lifetime. Looking forward to this thing being in our past. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell somebody about it. If you have not subscribed, go subscribe anywhere you subscribe to podcasts including apple Podcasts, i'd appreciate it and either way we'll talk to you again real soon till then take care